Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Would You Kindly Press Start. I'm your host, the original gamer, OG Novo. Today with me, I got a very, very special guest. He's an artist, designer, multidisciplinary creative. Um, my man, 50 Grand, we've been down for like years. Um, part of the reason why I have him on this podcast is because he knows my game and history better than anybody else. That's mainly what we talk about. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you guys to Aleem Salahuddin. What's good? What's going on, brother? You said years, man. You talking that you talking that down a little bit. We've known each other literally. <laughs> we were in diapers. In like diapers. literally. I stand corrected in diapers, yeah. Facts. Um, so today, guys, we're going to be talking about, we're going to share a list of the top 20 games. I'm going to do 10. Aleem is going to do 10. Um, I, I guess we could just do it back and forth. Like, I'll do one, you do one, yeah. bounce off of Top 20 games that we want to get remade. Remade, yeah. Thank you. Top 20 games we want to get remade. So, would you like to go first? Would you draw? Would you I'll, drop this and I'll drop one. Okay. And you drop one. All right, bet. All right, and mine is in order, by the way. I've I've ordered mine. Mine I'm is not. So, all right, all right. my number ten mm-hmm. is Die Hard trilogy that okay. came out in '96 okay. on the original PlayStation. I remember it was a combination of all the Die Hard movies, mm-hmm. and I think. My list is kind of composed of games that I feel like were ahead of their time. They came right. out too early. Right. I think I Die Hard came out too early. I agree with that. Die Hard was lit. Yeah, it came out way too early. So I think with all the technology we got now, everything that we could do right now, mm-hmm. I think, I mean, Bruce Willis ain't doing anything, right? So, yeah. You know what I mean? Why so, not? I think the Die Hard trilogy would, would be really, really dope. Okay. To do yeah. to do over, bro. I haven't played a, a ton of the Die Hard, but listen, I'm open to it. And that's another reason that I have Aleem on here, guys, because he has a, a different opinion than I do. He's not like riding on the same wave that I'm riding oh. on. So it's good to have a difference of opinion. But Definitely. yeah, Die Hard... Die Hard, I could see that being a thing, especially being a, a shooter. You know what I mean? That would definitely fit in with today's games. Remember, it was everything, bro. It had uh, car chases, mm-hmm. um, the shooting aspect. It had the, 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 the puzzle solving and all that. Like, the Die Hard trilogy was almost everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they could go crazy with it, man. I mean, I leave out that last movie that they made. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep you know, on. The yeah. early gotcha. Gotcha. I think, I think it'll be wild. Okay. All right. So for me, my list is not in any particular order. So I'm just going to just right. bounce off of what I got first. So I guess since you did number 10, number 10 for me would be Bloody Roar. Uh, Bloody Roar came out in 97, Konami, right? You remember Bloody you Roar. talk about that crazy. Right. You turn into the Beast characters. It was a fighting game, a 3D arena, so you could dodge to the left and to the right. You did combos. It was a it was a tight joint. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like right now with fighting games that we have, this is pretty much the Street Fighter. I don't know if you pay attention to like the game and stuff with the fighting part of it, like with Evo and all that stuff. You got Street Fighter, you got Mortal Kombat, and some other like little side fighting games that we have. But I, I would like to see Evo expand some more. 
So that's mm-hmm. why I was like, Bloody Roar will be like an interesting, especially if they redo it with all the graphics and stuff like that, the transformations, the combos, everything will be updated. It would be pretty legit, I feel like. Yeah, you was campaigning for that joint back in the day, bro. I remember that. Yeah, facts. Yeah, because it was a really good game, man. That's all I, I campaigned for, brother. <laughs> so, all right, but what you got next? <clears throat> that's interesting because my number nine is a fighter. All right, bet. Bushido Blade. Oh, you. All right, so I got to take a, a game off my list. My guy. My guy. All right, go ahead. I remember playing Bushido Blade with you a few times. Mm-hmm. And I guess your listeners should know that I've known this man. I'm 36. I've known this man, I guess, 35 years. Yeah, facts. I can never beat you in anything. <laughs> Wait, correction. To, to be on his side, he beat me recently in Mortal Kombat. I, oh, yeah, I just beat him in Mortal Kombat <laughs> last year. One of the yeah. greatest moments of my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I haven't been able to beat you in like any few, like 35 years, bro. Mm. And I remember playing Bushido Blade with you. Mm. And I've never told you this, but I used to like try to practice. This is why I get like so pissed off when I used to lose to you. Because right. I'd be at the crib practicing. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And then when I actually <laughs> finally get you, it don't go my way. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But, oh, I, totally, I totally relate to that. I mean, that's but, how it was with my older brother when it came to these fighting games. So, so yeah, I get it. And I remember Bushido Blade being dope because, like you just mentioned, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and all that. Yeah. You know, Mortal Kombat added weapons later on, mm-hmm. but it's still not a weapon-focused game. Right. Whereas Bushido Blade was all about the weapons. Agreed, yes. It was it all wasn't about the really weapons. about the characters' characteristics, more so the, the weapons that they was wielded. Mm-hmm. And I just think that they will be forced to do so much around that if they brought it out 2020, 2021. Like, they would be forced to do so much around that, and I just think it would be really, really dope to get a weapon-based fighter again. I, I agree. Um, the reason why I liked it, too, the, like, it was realistic. So when you attacked somebody's arm, their leg, it was unusable. You yeah. know what I mean? And with the, the technology today, you could disarm people by parrying. You could do a lot of different stuff. And it wasn't like combo based. It's like you pick your moment and then you attack. You yeah. attack your opponent by outthinking him pretty much. Um, so it could be a good strategic fighter. Yeah, so I agree. So yeah. since we on a since we on the, the tip of fighting. So number nine, I got Project Justice, Rival Schools. This came out in 2000, Capcom. Mm-hmm. It was a little side project that they was doing outside of Street Fighter. And I liked it. It was with these kids that went to school. They were fighters. You was fighting teachers, principals. It was interesting. So was Sakura in that? Sakura, yes. Definitely was yeah, in there. I remember it. Yeah. yeah, it was a kid that did volleyball. It was another kid that had a bat. Batsu, I think his name was. Um, and some other characters. Uh, but I really, like, again, with Evo, I would love to see this come back and make an appearance on that roster. It gives, you know, those, those fighting, um, fighting games is not the same like how they used to be as far as the players. Like, these guys, man, they, they're very technical with this. And I see Project Justice being a good addition to that. And um, Bushido Blade as well, you know what I mean? Because that's a technical fighter. People could just, you know what I mean? Like a strategy type game. So yeah. that's, that's my number nine. I got Project Justice. 
All right. My next one is stays in the fighting realm. Okay. And when I thought about it, I went back and looked at it. I Googled it, mm-hmm. did a whole bunch of stuff, and I realized that this game is one of the most underrated games mm-hmm. in the history of video games. Okay. I think that it would do well in this climate because creativity has reached a point where we have we have removed all types of rules in the mm-hmm. creative world. Mm-hmm. This game came out at a time where maybe we still had some constraints as far as creativity. Okay. And that game is Clay Fighter that came out in 1993. Clay Fighter, though? Clay Fighter. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why I have this man on, uh, on the podcast. Clay Fighter, though? <laughs> okay. Fighter, bro. All right. You know what? I kind of fuck with it because we have the Switch. That could be geared towards anybody actually it could be a multi-platform too now that i'm thinking about it that's still that could come back as an indie fighter as well i mean clay fighter was wow i mean it was led by the snowman no visual of course Mm -hmm. and the fact that you know they couldn't really nail the whole clay graphics at that time right um but i think now i mean actually just pretty much digitize claymation yeah, they can knock it out the park right now. Absolutely. And I just, when you look back at that game, bro, it's so wild. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the ways I compose my list is commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, commercials are a very big deal to me. Commercials are, we didn't have the internet back in the day. Right. We had EGM and we had commercials. Mm-hmm. And I remember those Clay Fighter commercials, bro. And... I didn't get Clay Fighter until late, mm-hmm. but I do remember that Clay Fighter, I thought at that time was even out the box. Okay. And I, I compared it to a Ronma One Hack. Oh, shit. Then, yeah. All the time. You know that's what I'm saying? Old, it was just so for, wild. For you listeners, that's an old manga that he just, Ronma and a half, like, look it up. It's a good drink. But proceed. Don't up around your parents, though. <laughs> right. Thank you for the disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm putting Clay Fighter up there. Okay, so that was your number eight, right? Yes, sir. All right. So we're switching gears a little bit. For my number eight, I have Sword of the Berserker. Well, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Sword of the Berserk. Now, it came out in 99 by a developer called Ukes or UKs. I'm sorry if I'm butchering the name. But this is based, it was a game based off the manga, the anime, Berserk. Uh, it came out, it was on the Dreamcast. That's where I had it at. I think it was on the PlayStation. Don't quote me on that. But it was just a platformer. It was a, a fighter platformer. It was pretty good, too. Um, it was during a wave where it was like popular to have, not imported games, but Japanese uh, developed games. Um, and this one just kind of like slipped through the, the cracks. Not too many people have played it. Not that I know of. Because, you know, again, you was... We didn't have the internet back in the day, so I was reading a lot of magazines and stuff like that. So they wasn't like, you know, putting it in there. But I loved it, and I feel like it could still do well today. Um, and then also, they just released a couple of years ago the Berserk anime again, so it'll fall right in line with that to release a game for it as well. But yeah, that's my number eight, Sword of the Berserk. My number seven. 
is on your list. I know it's on your list. It's on everybody's list. Yeah, all right. Let me I'm check beating, my list. I'm beating you to it. Okay. The original, the OG, the 1999 Silent Hill. Shit. You know what? I had that on my list, but then oh. I took it off. I definitely okay. did have that on my list. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to really explain it. I think Silent Hill is a phenomenal game, bro. And, you know, I don't really like, you know, putting my personal business out there, but I remember when I was younger, mm-hmm. I used to play Silent Hill. My stepmother wasn't much of a gamer. Right. Um, but she used to like make food, sit down to watch me play Silent Hill. Like, you know how like the, the young people use the slang term, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. Silent Hill was the original that. Like yeah. Silent Hill was for the first time, yeah. Yeah, it was a cinematic game. Right. And it had everything, you know, it, it was challenging. It had mm-hmm. the scares, it had the visuals. Yep. The story was concise, precise. You music. really felt like something was at stake, the music. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's why when they made the movies, it translated very, very well. Right. It didn't have to do much really to you know to export it to cinema. So mm-hmm. um I think if anybody was to do these lists, Silent Hill is going into the top ten, if not top five. I, I agree with that. I agree with that because like with all these remakes for horror games, we have Resident Evil two remake three, they're about to do four. They did one and two of Resident Evil. This Silent Hill used to be somewhat a competitor for that. It would be good if it did come back to compete with that game again. And competition in video games, guys, and Aleem, you know, it's, it's good. Competition is good in any f- format. You know what yeah. I mean? Because you look at that and you're like, all right, I see what they're doing now. Let's change up the game and do something different. Yeah. Um, so I feel like having that Silent Hill to compete in that horror genre, that would be, that's a good one. I like that one. That's interesting because on the flip side, it was a competitor, but it took away one aspect, which was it didn't have the heroes that Resident Evil had. Yeah, it was more uh, regular it people, I guess regular you could say. People. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? And, yeah. and I think that's one of the things that I liked about it because Resident Evil raises your expectations. Right. Because yeah. you got to get crazier beyond zombies because it's going to get boring after a while. Exactly. I understand that. Exactly. So, yeah. No, that was interesting. Okay. So, but that was seven, yeah? That's so, number, seven. so uh, number six, I'm sorry, number seven for me would be uh, Bully. Oh. Came out 2006. That was Rockstar. on my you know. So, what, what made me think of Bully is because we were having a discussion, guys, a couple of days ago. And you were telling me about the GTA and how engulfed you got into it. So I'm like, damn, that's part of the reason why I played Bully. It was kind of to relive my, my school days. Yeah. It, virtually, obviously. But now you can you know, update the graphics. And this game man, had pretty much everything Grand Theft Auto did minus the gun violence. I mean, you could still punch and kick people, but it wasn't like brutal. So, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be hard to make. Uh, you could run the same story, just you know, fine tune it. It was a good story. Um, likable characters. I, I really enjoyed this one. I played a lot of Bully in my days. I think more so than like the more recent GTAs that I've got. That's because it was like a it was like a good segue off of GTA. 
Because that sometimes, like, you know, again, you made a good point talking the other day when you were like, you know, all you did, you wouldn't even follow the story. You just go out <laughs> and wreak havoc and just have fun. Right. But, yeah. but it's like, how many times can you do that, you know, in each GTA? Bully didn't really have that option. Yeah, you can cause havoc with like, but it was more mischievous havoc. It was more yeah. toned down. It was a little bit more fun. You didn't catch yourself like, damn, I just ran my car into this innocent person for no reason. Like, what's wrong with me? But <laughs> Bully is my, my number seven. I have Bully on my list. Okay. But I took it off because my list is composed of things that I really think. Um, it might be a dream list, but it's things, it's things I think that could really get done now. Okay. I don't think Bully would survive the climate that we live in right now. Okay. You, you mean like alongside with the, the same type of games that we have, you don't think it will fit well there? Like the social climate. Okay. You know, the, the what you know people like to call the PC era, where everything's politically correct. And I just think there's certain things only that, um, especially when you're dealing with kids. See, I was just about to counter that, but when you brought up the kids, that's a good point. Because I was like, oh, what about GTA? Because it's a lot of stuff in that. but. Yeah, when you yeah, have a game. Yeah. I mean, they do, but they ain't supposed to do it. So right. Rockstar is free of responsibility. That comes down right. to the parents. Absolutely. But, but if you're intentionally making it, I see what you're saying. It's going to be hard right. to get that off the kids, but that's why I took it off. Okay. My number six is going to come at a shot to a lot of people. Okay. This is another game that I think was made ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. And I think it will work so well now, given the musical climate that we have. Okay. Right? So, I mean, it's in your name. You, you call yourself OG Noble, right? So Absolutely. I'm playing the old card right now. I'm playing the old man card right now. Okay. The back in my day, the music was good. Right. right? I'm playing that card. And nowadays... <laughs> you young cats don't know shit <laughs> exactly right so the way the music is structured now uh, my number six is Parappa the Rapper facts this is again hey listen rare right? for you fam that definitely right? was on my list that definitely was on my list yeah but go ahead like it's I'm not gonna name drop because you know what I'm saying but there's certain musical artists that the rapper rap songs sound exactly like they songs right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? And yeah. Put some beats behind it. Put some 808s behind it. Put some producers behind it. Even mm-hmm. put a lot of these playful rappers who, you know, who are keeping the game fun. I'll mm-hmm. put it that way. Like a, like a Uzi. Yeah. Right? Shout out to Uzi. Yeah. And I think Parappa Rapper will work, bro. I, I... I think it was See, when you said remake, I was just, I was happy with the original, but you like, yo, let's remix it. I like that better. Yeah, that that would definitely work. I'll play it. You know what I'm saying? You're already, I'm sold. So wait, who makes it? Who are we talking to for this? If they're listening? <laughs> um, I know it was on Sony, so let's say Sony, get it together. Reach out to whoever you got to reach out to make that a thing. Uh, so that was your number six. My number six. So number six for me, I, you know what? 
I'm gonna change it off. I'm gonna take that one off because it was Resident Evil 4 and that's happening already. So I'm gonna change my number six for Sonic Adventures, the series. Mm. Um, <clears throat> first released in 1998, Sega, everybody knows Sega. Uh, dog, you know me, Sonic was my guy. You know what I'm saying? We had the Sonic, the Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic 3. Like, boy, we went through all the Sonics. But when Fun I got to... Fact. Hold on, I got to cut you off. Fun fact for your listening crowd. Okay. My first encounter with Sonic was at your house. Okay. I, was, I remember we were at your house that the night you got Sonic. Mm -hmm. And it was me and you and some other... African Americans that I can't remember. <laughs> Probably neighborhood uh, kids. I yeah. was hype at that time. Yeah. And I remember us gathering around and playing Sonic. Like it was the next coming. Yeah. Of everything. Yeah. So I just I just had to throw that in there. No, that's I, a that's I, a fact, was, Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Damn, he took it back though. <laughs> Good times. In my head, man. But so, released in 98, Sega, when I first got my hands on that, Dreamcast, you know, I remember it was like it was yesterday. I went downtown with my brother. We went to the local game store. He picked it up. As a matter of fact, I'm lying. When we got there, we knew the, the guy that owned the store. So, he allowed us to play it. And, man, I fell in love right then and there. He was like, yo, if you want it, I could give you free. Like I said, I knew him. Shout out to him. Too. I'm not going to drop any names because I don't want to get my mans in trouble. But he looked out for your boy. Came home with that Dreamcast, man. It was the first time I saw Sonic like in a 3D environment. So that kind of threw me. I'm like, damn, like I was in love with Sonic as a little pixel. Man, my man is in like this 3D. The music was popping. Uh, Sonic's personality was popping. They added Shadow, he was popping. Like Knuckles, they had all the, the cast, everybody was there. And then just imagine, it's pretty much gonna be like a Sonic cartoon how graphics are close today you know what i mean so i feel like that would that would fit and plus we need please god a good sonic it's been a while we went through some rough patches but i feel like this will redeem it and then give some some developers or give sega an idea to maybe do like a whole new sonic game you know yep. what i mean keep compete with the mario over the world again if you kids don't if you guys don't remember man back in the day mario was versus sonic like those two mascots. It was the two biggest names in the game at one point. But yeah, that's that's my number six, though. Cool. My number five is we spoke about this game, Boxers Road. Boxers Road. Okay. Boxers I'm not too familiar Road. with that one. Boxers Road was a Japanese import. Okay. For the PS1. It came out uh, in 95. 95, okay. And um, my brother went to went downtown. Mm -hmm. um, and it's probably the same spot. I was I just about brother, to say that. Yeah, I think it's, it's the same spot. It's the same exact spot. spot. Yeah. And it was one of those games where you had to use the spring and, and all that to trick your PlayStation that you were playing, playing, an, American playing game. an American game. Uh, okay, Boxers sorry. That just showed our age, by the way. But I know, right? Go ahead. <laughs> Boxers Road was a boxing simulator. And when I mean simulator, 
I've I've never seen a simulator like this since. Mm. You were training a boxer, you had to pick when he was eating, what he ate, mm. how much he ate, how much he sparred. You were doing the actual sparring as well. You had a you had a coach in your ear telling you what to do and not to do. You had the options of listening to him or not. And unfortunately, it was in Japanese, so I never knew what this man was telling me, but I knew that it was advice because it like you could pick one or the other. Right. I never knew right. what he was actually saying. Right. And right. you know, I remember watching my older brother play it and watching him trying to pick out the diets. And you know, my brother's ten years older than me, so he's a bit wiser. Mm. When I was playing it in '95, what '95? I'm twelve years old, mm. and I remember realizing that everything that you did leading up to the fights mattered in the fight. So I loaded my man up with fish at some point for like a month and it did every single day, bro. It was every single day. It wasn't no simulation like 2K. Mm -hmm. No, it was every single day. And I just think that games like that where people have no problem playing a game and engulfing their game year round because right. a lot of us are professionals, right? right? So we're playing the games in between stuff. So we don't mind jumping back in mm. to continue something. Mm. And I, it was between Fight Night and Boxer's Row for me on my list. Mm -hmm. But um, we're limited on current great fighters. Okay. And I think that Boxer's Row is if it's a career, it's just mm -hmm. like NBA 2K, it's just way more detailed. So I'm glad you said that. <clears throat> Cause you got the 2Ks and you got the Madden's and you know how 2K, you got the, uh, the my creator, my character, John. I yeah. forgot the, the proper name for it. And then Madden has something similar. So yeah. EA, if you listen and um, bring back Fight Night, right? If we can't remake what you're doing, we could just incorporate that idea into Fight Night. That yeah. way we could have the old boxers and the new ones. We have a good, nice mixture of boxers we could choose from. Um, and then if you want to create your own boxer, you could do what you said this game did, you know, eating every yeah. day, training every day, listen to your coach, stuff like that. That would be interesting. And if it had like a little story to it too, that would be kind of popping. It I had see a myself story. investing into that. This game had a story, I just never could read it. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man? Right, right, right. And you couldn't, the great thing about this game and, you know, pardon if this sounds racially or culturally insensitive, but this was a fact at that time. Hmm. Japanese games were way harder than American games. Yeah. They were way harder. We just didn't like hard games at that time. I, f I feel like they were a little bit further on in their gaming, too. Yeah. Than we were at that point. So you could not cheat Boxer's Road. Mm -hmm. There was no way around it, bro. You didn't train right. No matter what controls you had, you was getting knocked out. Mm. If you didn't train right, you wasn't moving up in the rankings and all of that. And I haven't seen a game like that since. You know what I'm saying? And I just think. You made a very good point, too. Yeah. You made a very good point, too, about it being uh, for, for the, the adults. Like, you know, you have busy schedules. You're always up and out. And that's a good longevity game. And if they add that's updates right. and stuff like that to it too, yeah, I could definitely fuck with that. And and it's about time for a boxing game too, man. Let's get off the basketball and football for a little bit. Let's get boxing back in the, in the genre. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, I like that one. So that was number five, right? Yep. Um, so on, next on my list, I have Bushido Blade, but we already covered that. So my number five, I'm bumping this up on the list, is Star Fox 64. Specifically that Star Fox 64. It came out in 97. It was very entertaining, and I could definitely see that updated and on the Switch. Again, it gives, it gives the Switch another mascot. You have your Mario, your Zelda, and you have Star Fox. Like everybody. And you have your, I was about to give away my other game. But then you have other people that could be part of that roster. Like I like that that era in gaming where we had multiple rosters for consoles. It just added that uniqueness to it. So bring back Star Fox, man. I know you're banking on the next Mario or the next Zelda. Not to say I wouldn't accept them, but let's get these games. Since we're in the era of remaking them, why not Star Fox, Star Fox 64? That legit. I'm with it. You with it? All right, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, the story wasn't. Two engulfing it was very plain Jane. Graphics was okay for its time, but it was very fun to play from what I can remember. So that's part of the reason why they made it to my list, and I'm pretty sure it will hold up. You know the thing about Star Fox with me, bro? What's that? I think Star Fox shot itself in the foot because their promotional material always looked better than the game. Mm. Okay. I could definitely you know see that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's what kind of kept me off of uh kind of kept me off of Star Fox. I did have it. But see, that's the reason. So you said the production looked better than the game, but that's what I'm saying. Like they have the technology to make exactly. all that off right now. It'll look exactly. beautiful right now if it's done right. Exactly. All right, well, let me move up. Uh, my number four is something that you know is I shouldn't even be speaking on it because all right. Yeah, I'm trying to make moves, but I'm just, you know, you my man, so I'm going to be authentic. Okay. This game will definitely work in today's world. Okay. Um, the fact that nobody has gotten to it yet um, is insane to me. I've, I've probably told you this a million times. It came out in 2003 on the PlayStation 1. And that's Def Jam Vendetta. Oh, listen, Aki, <laughs> brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not yes. going to go too far into this because you. I mean, you know. Listen, I'm you go too far into that, but yeah, Def Jam yeah. Vendetta. That's all I'm saying. Move on. <laughs> I, just, I just, I just know it's not just you and I that feel that yeah. way. I mean, just leave it at that. <laughs> that was a good one. So my number four, I have. Uh, before I say this, shout out to your brother for putting me on to this game. If it wasn't for him and his PlayStation 1, and he was like, yo, OG Noble, that's not my name in real life, but he was like, OG Noble, yo, come check this out. And that game would be Legacy of Kane, just the series, yo. Dog, it's such, yo, you talking about games being ahead of his time? Yeah. This one right here? Dialogue-wise, story writing-wise, phenomenal. And then as it got older, it just got better. And now one of my favorite games out of the series is Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. Oh, that's, my, that's my favorite one. I mean, look, the soundtrack, voiceovers, everything was done so great. And it holds up today. If you guys don't believe me, look up Soul Reaver and just look at the intro. 
and just listen to the dialogue, listen to the music, and then you'll, you'll be a believer. But yeah, I'm asking for the whole series. And this came out in 96, Crystal Dynamics. And it's the parent company. The parent company for this game was Square. So it's very possible, maybe, because I, I feel like Square still has the rights to it. They could probably do it again. Um, but yeah, it was phenomenal writing. Man. And then it's a vampire game, too, which I feel like is missing in the genre as far as like a good vampire game. Facts. Yeah. Nah, Legacy of Kane, bro, like you said, I watched my brother play it. Um, I used to jump into it, but I used to get trashed. Yeah. Uh, Legacy of Kane, bro, I believe right now would be a massive series. Mm -hmm. And it's heading right to the big screen right after the games come out. Absolutely. That's how good that the writing was, guys. That's how good yeah. the writing was, yeah. Legacy of Kane is, is, is crazy. I did have that on my list, but it's literally at the top of my page because I was like, I know it's on your list. Absolutely. I was like, I'm not even going to put it in. Like, I knew it was on your list, bro. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I didn't even bother putting that in my main list. Now, yeah. I'm going to move to my number three. Okay. That you actually mentioned earlier. It came out in 1991 on the Sega Genesis. Mm -hmm. It was the flagship game. I think they should redo Sonic the Hedgehog. The original the Sega original Genesis. Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, so when you say redo, right, do you mean just keep it as a pixelated but clean it up? Sonic, no. you just redo the whole game. Inject it with insanity. Okay. I think... Uh, it should look, the Sonic should look like the, the Sonic from the movie. Right? Yeah, that's basically Sonic Adventure, bro. But Sonic Adventures had a bunch of additional stuff. Ah, I see. You're trying to keep it simple. You're trying to get that I'm saying, authentic I'm Sonic back. Restarted. Gotcha. I'm saying restart it. Maybe we, can, we, we build up to Sonic Adventures. We build up to Sonic and Knuckles. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. start it over. I, I, I'm 1,000% agree with that. I think with the success of the film. Um, It'll be a good time, yeah. The film introduced a new generation to Sonic. And um, I don't know, man. I just go with the OG Sonic. I don't want yeah. any of the special ones because I, I thought about a lot of the special ones. Because mm. um, my first one was Sonic and Knuckles. That's also a good one, yeah. But then I remember I was, that being your favorite. Oh, that was my giant. Definitely. And As a matter of fact... Fun fact, he had Sonic and Knuckles, and I had Sonic 3. And you know how you could look, uh, yep. flip up the joint from the top, and you put Just the two, uh, which calls together, cartridges together? Yeah, 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 yeah. It expanded the game pretty much. But it was, yeah, that's a good one. I, I like that. I remember being so happy, bro, that I had Sonic and Knuckles before you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you had all the other fire stuff before me. You had yeah, all the fire stuff before me. That was the thing that I used to do, man. We definitely hit up those game stores quite frequently. Yeah, it was and like it was a, every games weekend. that I had before you that mm -hmm. made my life. Sonic and Knuckles and when Mortal Kombat dropped. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was just like, finally, finally. Finally. But yeah, uh, Sonic so, is number three. All right. That was number three. Man, I got some good ones on here, so I'm going to skip because your list is pretty legit. So I'm going to skip some of the ones I have. Matter of fact, I'm going to throw this one on. So my number three is going to be Left 4 Dead. Came out 2008 by a developer called Valve. Uh, it's a zombie survivor game. You get a, a group of four people online. You fight 
AI zombies, they're very aggressive. You have special zombies like bloaters and other stuff. Um, <clears throat> it, the story was pretty plain Jane, uh, but it was a fun online experience, uh, especially if the people were playing right, assuming that they do. But it, it was a legit uh, zombie game. And again, it was like an arcade zombie game. And it gives like a different zombies fun outside of the Resident Evil and all that seriousness. It was like, you know what I mean? It was like a good joint. As I, if I would compare it to a movie, it would be, uh, uh, what's that movie called? Um, when he was counting, he had like rules for uh, surviving a um, zombie apocalypse. Zombie, zombie, zombie land. land, yeah. Think kind of on the line of zombie lands. It was something similar to that. Dope. Yeah, it was a pretty dope joint. So that, that was my number three. And I got, I got some, <laughs> oh, I got some hitters on this list. But I'm gonna hold them off. I'm gonna I'm a pick a good number two while you're telling me what your number two is. Cool. Um, My number two is um, if any developer came to me right now and said that if you could make any game, mm -hmm. we'll give you the freedom to do it. I enjoy open world games as much as everybody, the Red Deads, the, the GTAs and all of that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, put in some crazy action adventure mm -hmm. and something different. No shooters, you know, all of that. And, and I think it would make a lot of money as well. Mm -hmm. It came out in 1993 on the Sega Genesis. And it's Aladdin. Disney's Aladdin. Hey, yes. Yes. Fact, yeah. I that would that. be the game that would make. And then that makes sense too because the movie just recently came out not that long ago. And the movie just dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll work. I just think, bro, I, I had Aladdin. I remember play, I had it for the Genesis and the Game Gear. Mm -hmm. And the Game Gear one was lit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, um, I I think there's so many possibilities with that game and just with that idea and just have it open source, have it, you already got the the background, the fictional city of, of Agrabah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you have the genie aspect, you have, there could be so much other stuff off the main story yeah. that don't involve the genie because homie was just going around thieving and getting away with stuff and I think you can keep it fun, keep it light. Can you imagine just going to go get the lamp? But like, like you said, open world, just exploring to go find that tomb and doing that whole ritual or whatever you had to do to open it. That would be legit. All of that works. Yeah. That would be a fun action, like you said, adventure open world game. Yeah. I fuck with that one. Now, would you you were updated to make it like a 3D type drink though, right? Of course. You changed the whole guts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will make it for these these next gens coming out. Mm. Um, put it on the Unreal Engine. Mm. And just and, and just go crazy. And you know, Disney needs. Uh, let's be honest. Disney needs um, some video game entries. They haven't been looking too well. Yeah. Really. Yeah, they're dom dominating the cinema. Yeah, video games is probably going to be next. That's a good start, though, if you're listening, Disney. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Disney out there, yeah. Shout them out. What's yeah. your number? 
My number two, all right. Uh, my number two, I'm going to go with Splinter Cell, the series. Uh, yeah. First came out 2002, Ubisoft. Uh, the reason why this is on my list and the reason why I decided to say it for my number two, um, I feel like it was the stealth genre, we need that back. It was one of those things where like, it's not all action, it's not all in your face. It gave me an opportunity to be stealthy and be strategic with my movements. Um, the last game we had like that was Metal Gear Solid Five, which was cool. Uh, but we we had at one point it was like Snake, and then you had Sam Fisher from Spinning Cell. So I was like, I had options. One was like Japanese based, another one was more like a Western or like more. You know what I mean? One was more fantasy. This one was a little bit more realistic. So it gave yeah. me options. So and I learned a lot about like you know equipment, guns, and stuff like that. It was interesting because this this authentic in a sense. Um, it's a Tom Clancy drawing, so you know how that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Splinter Cell, that, that one would be, and it would have felt right then, man. And it, it was already, graphically, it was pretty good. Um, but again, 2020, 21, 22, whenever, and especially with the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5, this would, this should be like a, a, an introduction game to one of those consoles. Like one of them drones that come with it, just a remake of it. That would be dope. I'd definitely would buy an Xbox Series X if I had this on there. Yeah. And that reminds me of the other one that was gonna make my list, but I couldn't fit it in the top ten, which was a siphon filter. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yo, shout out to my boy to my boy Ian, man. He's in love with siphon filter. He's another yeah. gamer, but yeah, yeah, he would have liked to hear that one. Siphon filter reminds me of what I told you the other day about GTA, how I just like Stop playing the main story. Mm. I go to Sci-Fi Filter, bro. Was just setting people on fire, man. <laughs> had, like the taser, like I didn't. I, I stopped caring. Uh, I just wanted to set people on fire, man. Hey, listen, like, no judgment, man. That's what video games are there game. for. <laughs> I never that game. Now, anybody that knows me personally, such mm -hmm. as yourself, knows what my number one is. Oh shit! You put me on my the spot. My number one is I, I attribute so much that we have now to this, to this game, to this character, to this everything. I even think SpongeBob is one of his children. All right. <laughs> I think the I know what you're talking That should be remade ASAP. Mm. If I could pay for it myself, I would. Earthworm. How did I know? As soon as he like, said that SpongeBob is his child, I knew it was Earthworm Jim. Oh, shit. I don't know why we do not have... I don't know why I can't turn on my Xbox right now and play Earthworm Jim for Xbox One. Yeah. I don't know why. I need answers. <laughs> Immediately. Immediately. Come on, Microsoft. Why isn't Earthworm Jim on Adult Swim? Yes, thank you. You know what I'm saying? How yeah. come, it, like, Earthworm Jim, there has to be something behind the scenes. Somebody got a sex tape on somebody. <laughs> because, some shout out should happen. <laughs> I'm telling you, yo, something crazy happened, bro. Mm -hmm. Earthworm Jim, you're calling it a unique, it's not even right. Right, right, right. That joint was just different. Yeah. Like, Earthworm Jim was different. Facts. And as cartoony as it was, it had the it had the Mario sixty four effect, which is mm -hmm. super cartoony. 
but it's, it's a pretty difficult game. And you just had such well thought out characters. Mm-hmm. Um, such like, it was just random as well. It was, but it all worked somehow. And it all worked. Mm-hmm. And I just, anybody who's like listening this, watching this or whatever, never heard Earthworm Jim, Google Earthworm Jim, do yourself a favor. Like, I might be that guy that starts a petition. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I might be that guy that starts a petition. I don't know why Earthworm Jim, um, I need an explanation from somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, I, I agree, man. Earthworm Jim is definitely a, a, a gem. It's really a good, one of those solid, well-made games that kind of holds up to it. Like I could sit down and play Earthworm Jim today and have some enjoyment from it. Absolutely, uh, it's definitely a, a unique drink. Yeah, I like that one, Earthworm Jim. That was your number one, right? My number one. Now the brother put me on the spot. Now I got kind of top his number one. So I got a few. If we have time, I kind of want to do some honorable mentions as well because I got some drinks on here. Um, we could kind of just breeze through the honorable missions, though. Right. So for my number one, I think I'm just going to go ahead and go with Klonoa, released in 1997. It's a Sony game. Uh, again, a mascot character. I forget what he was. He might have been like a rabbit or a cat. He was blue. It was a platformer game, adventure. Like you collected gems. Um, man, drawing a blank. But when I looked it up, though, I was like, damn, I remember this game because it wasn't one of like my top 10 or 20 games, but it was a solid platform game that I had fun with. And I feel like this, again, would be good on the Switch or an indie for, a indie for the Xbox or the PlayStation. Um, but yeah, 97 Sony. Sony, get on that, please. That would be a good one. It'd be different. It's, it was on the same lines. Not as crazy as Crash Bandicoot, but again, like a mascot character. Right, similar to Crash Bandicoot, but yeah, that was my number one. What's your honorable mentions? Ooh, all right, okay. So for one, I have Deep Fear, nineteen ninety eight Sega. Um, pretty much Resident Evil, but with aquatic life. Right. I mean, it'll work. Again, it'd be right there in the horror genre. You don't have to fight zombies; you can fight sharks and big squids or whatever right so i had that i also had uh the grandia series came mm. out 2000 ubisoft now elaine brought up history he was like yo we used to go to that store downtown gaming store but at this same gaming store though he sold um imports so grandia one fun fact about og no but the reason why i am at og Grandia 1 and 2, I played the full game in Japanese. Straight through. Straight I never got st- didn't get stuck. Nothing. I didn't know a lick of Japanese either. But it was this one, it was the combat system and the characters that did it for me. Right, now the right. combat system was ahead of its time, in my opinion. Um, you kind of have free wills. It, it reminds me of a, a like a, a part one to how Final Fantasy VII fighting system is now. Like, you can move freely. You can stop to, like, uh, do attacks and stuff like that, your magic or whatever. But you had, like, a little bar at the bottom that would go. It was like a little racing bar, I guess. You would have, like, the enemy here, and you will be here. And it would move until it gets to a point. And then whoever reaches that point first, then that's that person's turn to attack. So it was turn-based. But you had the freedom when it was your time to attack to freely go attack that enemy. 
Mm. Uh, music was legit. Again, the characters was dope. Grandia, I feel like, would be a good RPG to have, again, to stand on the same lines of Final Fantasy VII uh, and any other RPG that we have out there. So I also had that one. Fuck it, I guess. Should I just go through all of them? Do you have any? Do you have any uh, honorable missions or some games you feel like? I have three. Three. All right. I have more. So would you mind if I ran through these real quick? I mean, it's your show, bro. All right. So I said the Grandia uh, Primal Rage, nineteen ninety four Atari games. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So uh, Primal Rage, I feel like again another good game that could go to Evo. It mixes yeah. it up a bit. Uh, that will be a good joint. If you guys don't know, it's, this is an old game, 1994, guys. So, again, we're showing that age. But if you get the chance, look into it, man. It was a pretty all right joint for its time. Because you know how kids are. Oh, I didn't, y'all look ugly. I don't know what's happening. Why is it so blurry? <laughs> um, so, I also had dog. And then I just posted this the other day on my Instagram. Which you guys can check me out at uh, uh, OG Noble 28 But... Battle Arena Toshinden. This was released in 1996 by Tamsoft. Tamsoft, I don't even think is a company anymore. But somebody can pick up this this rights and do this game. Again, this is okay. another fighting game. I'm down to two honorable mentions. Okay. <laughs> Are you at it on your list? I'm down to hey. two honorable mentions. Great minds think I like. I like that. And uh, I also have um, Donkey Kong Country. Mm. 94 Nintendo. Just to see more Donkey Kong and understand them on tip and Diddy right. Kong. Uh, then I have one of the Zeldas, the Zelda Wind Waker. That came out in 2002. I just actually liked the cartoon anime-ish style that they went through it. I feel right. like if they redid that and cleaned it up and made it more like Pixar-y, it would be pretty legit. It was a good adventure. I know it's to the community, man, but you know, I never fucked with Zelda. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't his thing, man. Too long, bro. <laughs> and I didn't understand wielding that big ass sword and not being able to just stab somebody at will. Like I didn't. Right. <laughs> so I had. Oh, I'm sorry. I also have. Damn, I, I should have said this. I'm bugging. All right, so I got the Gears of War series, 2006. I'm a breeze over that, only because I enjoyed that story, specifically the first two games. The third one was just okay. Um, Prince of Persia. Sands of Times, first released in 2003, Ubisoft again. This is very doable. They got their hands on Assassin's Creed, Prince of Persia. Let's get that with the rewinding time. That was dope. I really enjoyed that game, and I had all of them. I'm talking about the series for this as well. You can definitely run through that. And then I also have uh, Dead Space, again, to compete in a horror. Dead Space came out in 2008 by Visceral Games. Um, it was the EA title, I believe, too, Dead Space. But uh, you you fought these these things, these necromorphs, they're like these aliens in space. Um, you played as this dude named Isaac. Uh, he had mental issues, like after a while, you you coming back to you. Yeah, yeah. He lost his wife and all this other stuff. It was a very good solid story, and again, it was dark. This game here, man, has some of the best jump scares in my opinion. Like it was so well timed. And I'm not a jumpy person when I play scary games. Yes, I am a maniac when it comes to because I like to enjoy them. But like when I played Resident Evil or like The Evil Within, Silent Hills, even. Now, Silent Hills had a different feel. It was creepier. Yeah. 
they said that, that the the atmosphere, you know, the fall, the that orange, the music, that piano. So that the atmosphere was interesting on that one. But again, it didn't like jump scare me like that or anything like that. But Dead Space, oh, I got your boy a few times. And I mean, one of the new jump scares, you kind of like hold yourself like, oh, shit. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Right. But that's that's also on my list. I think I think that is the last one that I have for my honorable missions. Yeah, that's the last one. And uh, what what do you got on your end? All right. I got to re- I had to remove one, but I can add one off the top of my dome. There's one that's sitting there. Okay. Wing Commander. Ooh. I believe Wing Commander came out as a PC game first. Mhm before it hit the PlayStation. Okay. Wing Commander was an interesting mix between sci-fi and flight simulator. You know what I mean? They tried to keep it as as as, as much of a simulator as they possibly could mm-hmm. with additional like sci-fi elements. Mm-hmm. And you know, you had always had to do talking in your ear. Um but on the PC, you know, it was like low text. Mm-hmm. Once it moved over to the PlayStation, it had a lot of audio. And I remember that uh, the, the actor, um, his name escapes me, but he was in Scream. He played Shaggy in Scooby-Doo. Um, I, talking about. I can't think of his name right now, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. He was, he was actually your uh, wingman. To the point they even put him as the wingman in the movie when they made it. Nice. Um, I think Wing Commander, a lot of games have Wing Commander's DNA in it. Okay. And I think they should definitely revisit Wing Commander. Like, definitely. Um, I'm open to, um, that's not typically my genre game, but I feel like I will be open to like a a flight simulator type genre like that. For sure. My, My next one. Well, my next two are based in music. Okay. <laughs> Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. <laughs> the one that was on Sega or the arcade version? The one that was on Sega. The one that was on Sega. Still legit. I think that that was another game that mm-hmm. was ahead of its time. It required technology. Yeah. It required mm-hmm. technology, and I think the way everything is right now, bro, I think you can go into that smooth criminal video, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and Absolutely. play it out a different way. Um, oh, add yeah. a lot more of the movie into it. I don't mean to cut you off, but, but no disrespect to a legend. Shout out to Michael Jackson, first of all. We should have said that first. Because that smooth criminal video in my opinion, hands down one of the best videos that was like ever made. Choreography, the feel of it, the whole little story they had to it, I love Smooth Criminal. I just want to throw that bro, out there. But, bro, you say one of the best, what's better? <sighs> I don't see anything topping Smooth Criminal for real, for real. No, no I might have one. Was that, it, might be, it might be Juvenile back that ass up. That might be a close number two. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fucking around. <laughs> I joke. Boy, like, you're uh, yeah. 
No, but that Michael Jackson joint, yeah. That movie, I think, provided so much material for a game. Mm-hmm. And given the fact that it is Michael Jackson, I, I don't say this disrespectfully, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to walk a certain line. It could just be wild. Yeah, you could go it could from the smooth criminal setting, and oh, you know what? Similar to the movie that he had. Do you remember that Michael Jackson movie? That's what I'm talking about. Ah, he turned into right. a whole a whole exotic. A whole fuck- yeah, he turned into a supercar. He definitely did. And then, then turned into a giant mech robot. He also turned into a, a, a was it a camel or a llama riding a bike? If you remember that scene, he was a rabbit. Rabbit. That's and what it And then had a dance off with that costume. Yeah, and bust his ass. Michael Jackson looks cold as hell. Yeah, bro. <laughs> he the only person that could pull some off some stuff off like that and not That's seem outrageous. If you put his name on a video game. Yeah. Oh, it is so easy. Sky's the limits. Yeah. As far as creativity, you can just go wild with it, with what you yep. want to do. So, you know, Damn. hell, I actually really think my Moonwalker should have been in my top 10. I was about my to say, next, that should have been your number one. That's a real good one. Yeah. My next one, bro, is music-based. This wasn't on my list, but I thought about it after you said uh, Toshin then. Okay. Now, <laughs> I'm prefacing this. This okay. is super personal. I'm super biased. All right. But it will work. The Sega CD that nobody liked except me <laughs> and you, right? And like two other people, right? And like two other people. <laughs> Shout out to Sega, though. Um, they released a game starring my favorite rap group, Criss Cross. Okay. And it was called Make My Video. Make My Video. Now, that might have escaped me. But please tell me. You were allowed to edit crisscross videos, drop different scenes in, mm-hmm. and essentially make a crisscross video. Or two. That, that is a dope ass idea with all the artists that we have now. Wow. With all the artists that we have now. The way that people, you know, music doesn't sell the way it used to. So mm-hmm. the ways that people could, I'm giving away a massive idea right here. Yeah, I was about to say, do you want to pump you your bricks in? But yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time, this is also recorded, so we have proof that this was said here. First. Yeah, 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 actually, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to follow through, but the way people struggle to, to, to sell stuff and, you know, find excuses to bundle things and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. put this game out. It, it counts for a couple sales. Let people make videos. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's not going to be a far-fetched concept because... We all know how to make videos in 2020. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, know, you got a six-year-old at the crib. They know how to make a video. Way better than my old ass. Yeah, facts. Yeah, you know I mean? So I think if I'm not mistaken, they had somebody mm. else mm. aside from Criss Cross. Mm. Um, I could be mistaken on that one. But nonetheless, that was a Criss Cross game. Mm. Um, so obviously, I had it. Um, and I think they need to revisit that concept. Yeah, yeah. That's actually dope. Revisit yeah. that concept. Yeah, again, to reiterate what you said, man, it's, it's definitely the arrow too, with all the YouTubes and TikToks and all the other stuff, giving the people the opportunity to make their own. People will go crazy with that. It's specifically, again, if it's released like soonish, God forbid, with this COVID stuff not still happening. But if it is, 
That would be yeah. a good pastime at home too. Open up yeah. people's creative juices and get them to do. That's dope. I like that. I like that one. That's I mean, one. look at how many people you know go to their TikToks to dance at yeah. other people's songs. Absolutely, yeah. You know what I mean? You could pass mm. around. Oh, this is my version of such and such video. Mm. This is my version. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm gonna keep using Uzi because you know, for the love of the city. Mm. But imagine this a make my video, little Uzi bird. You know what I'm saying? And I, yeah. I think I know. I think it will pop, bro. I agree, man. I actually like that one. That that one is different. It's very. I feel like it would fit well too. As far as how like technology is going to, I'm pretty sure they have the capabilities of doing that, incorporating that into like a game platform type thing. Absolutely. That's, that's dope. That's dope. That's all I got, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it for me too, man. Uh but I appreciate having you on, bro. This is this is definitely the experience, man. I appreciate yeah, having yeah, you. Yeah, cool. And again, guys, this is Aleem Salahuddin, man. Uh <clears throat> but you guys can catch me at uh Instagram at OG Noble. 28. You can also catch me at uh, YouTube under the same handle, Twitter under the same handle. I mean, um, I'll give you the last word, though. You, you have any shout outs you want to do before we let this thing go? Um, shout out to my cat. <laughs> shout out to this cat. That's what's up. She didn't disturb me through this whole thing, so she gets oh, to Oh, then, then that big shout out to the cat for not disturbing the podcast. Good looking now, cat. That's all um, I got. I appreciate your time, brother, man. You guys have a good day, night, evening, whatever day, whatever time zone. You guys have a good one. Catch you later. Peace out.